hello and happy Friday. We are live from St. Andrews at the Open Tournament. No, I'm just kidding. I wish we were, but we are live from the Hefner Eye Care Studio. Hefner Eye Care, great place, great staff, great products, great products. Glasses, contacts, sunglasses. Really, anything related to your eyes, go get them. Exams. No people go years without their eye exams, but uh, today, go get it done, go get done this week at Hefner Eye Care. And also our other sponsors, shout out to Cozy, Earth Sheets, Golden, Bedding, just anything uh, that uh, fits into your life. They have it, uh, and it is made from bamboo. Yeah, bamboo. Who does super soft clothing to wear and to sleep in? Uh, use code POE40. For 40% off all of your purchases. That's POE 40 for 40% off all purchases. So we've it's it's the weekend. It's Friday. I mean, some of you guys have off. Maybe some of you guys have a three-day weekend, but we are nearing to the perfect weekend, and we have a star-studded weekend for you guys. We got the open tournament, the 150th open tournament uh, at St. Andrews Old Course this weekend. Watching some of it, some surprising names actually at the top. Uh, a lot of stars though, but a rookie, Cameron Smith, is atop the leaderboard right now, and he is playing hot. And we got some other players and some defectors, Dustin Johnson, in the top of the leaderboard. Maybe, hopefully, we can get him uh, adding a few more shots to his game so we can drop. Uh, also, we got the MLB All Star Weekend coming up. Game will be on Tuesday, but. A lot of activities going on for the MLB All-Star uh, this weekend. I'm here to break all that down, each game, even the celebrity game, and who I have winning in the Home Run Derby. And also some other sports news related to the NBA and the NFL. Uh, it's a lot of NBA news going on. A lot of things that could happen and have happened. So I'm here to break all that down. But before we get started, make sure you follow on any platform any service at burgers and brats that's burgers ampersand brats and stay up to date with latest news on twitter instagram and youtube at burgers and brats so let's dive in first to the mlb all-star we're going to start with the all-star weekend we're going to start with the celebrity all-star game why not just start with that uh, there, there's some fun, fun people playing in this game. Usually, it's more star-packed. Uh, usually, you pretty much recognize every single name on this list. But especially in LA, I thought there'd be a lot more, more, more known people. There are you, you'll recognize a lot of these names, but put a lot of these names to faces. But thought there'd be maybe not a single one that we wouldn't know. First up, though. Um, Game is Saturday at 7:15 Pacific time, so two hours ahead, of, two hours behind us. Uh, first up, we got Snoop D O Double G Snoop Dogg. I I've never seen this man play sports, but uh, he's a tall dude. He might have some hidden strength behind him. Uh, I'm excited to see Snoop Dogg playing this. Simone Biles, oh, one of the greatest athletes of all time. I mean, she stands at under five feet, so. 
and she's a gymnast, so you know she is super, super strong. So can she hit some dingers out of there? But standing at only under five feet, I, I don't know. It's going to be a little tough, especially playing baseball. It's more for a tall man. It's a tall person game. Then we got Chris Rock trying to redeem himself from being slapped in the face. Maybe he can get some more highlight a highlight reel added up because nothing has happened since then. That's That's all we remember him from right now. So add a few home runs, maybe some stolen bases, um, just maybe maybe start a brawl out there. That'd be fun. Uh, get rid of that slap in the face uh, moment off his uh, timeline. Cleanse his timeline a little bit. And then Machine Gun Kelly. I know this dude can ball. I know he can play some sports. He's got the height too. Uh, he's got Megan. He's got Megan Fox with him. Ooh. I know he is going to come ready to play. Then we got. Legend, New York Yankee, CC Sabathia. I mean, he's getting up there in age. He's he's been with the big waves for a long time. A Hall of Famer, uh, probably throwing out some pitches. He he's getting up there, so I don't know how he can hold or sustain in this game. But I'm I'm excited to watch CC Sabathia play some more uh, baseball. And then we got Chris Pratt, who uh, I think is going to be pretty good. I've never seen him play sports either, but big dude, buff dude. I think he can probably knock some knock some homers out of there. And then we got Steve Aoki, a legendary DJ. Uh, I don't I don't know. I I feel like I see him in all these. He's he's always chasing this bag. Also always in these games or uh, in some kind of event that is going on. He finds his you find his name in these. And then we got Jimmy Kimmel. Of course Jimmy Kimmel's in this, guys. It's in L.A. Uh, it, Jimmy Kimmel, funny dude. He's going to be in these. And I hope I hope this dude is athlete, but I don't see him as one. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun watching him strike out or um, maybe hit some slow rollers and try and run the first base. Might be a little funny for uh, this game. So that's the all. That's some of the players in the, this uh, celebrity all star game. For my MVP, uh, I think I'm going MGK or Chris Pratt, but I think I'm gonna go M Machine Gun Kelly because I think that's the most like known person that can get some power. Uh, I think he plays some sports, so I'm going MGK and you never lose with Megan Fox. So I'm going MVP here and MVP with Megan Fox. All right, now let's move on from the Celebrity All Star Game. And going to the home run derby. This is going to be a fun, fun derby to watch. We got the back, two back champion, Pete Alonzo, uh, coming back to defend his back to back title in this uh, home run derby. Uh, eight participants, and the home run derby can be seen on Monday night at 5 p.m. Pacific time on ESPN. So, 7 o'clock central for my time. So let's start with the back-to-back -back champion, uh, Pete Alonzo. He had, um, 2021, he hit 74 home run, 74 homers in the Colorado, or when the home run derby was in Colorado or in Denver last year, and he had 20 that went 475 feet. Yeah, that's pretty far. Uh, and 74 in one single uh, home run derby. It's a lot. Could be the first. Or he could be the first ever back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back champion, but he is the third ever back-to-back -back champ. So far this year, he has 23 home runs. I mean, he's still getting the ball out. Uh, he said he was like the best uh, home run hitter in the Derby ever. So he's he's still got the power. He's high confidence in himself, and 
It's gonna be a fun weekend to watch if you can go back to back to back. I think I'm gonna root. For, I'm thinking. I think a lot of people are gonna root for this because it's never been done, and uh, it'd be fun to watch. And then uh, next we got Ronald Acuna Jr. So uh, these two, uh, this guy, we all love Ronald Acuna, coming off that ACL injury from last year uh, when he tore. Uh, we love watching this young gun uh, play. Uh, he does have eight homers in 53 games here. Uh, last year, in 2020, for the full season, he tore his ACL 24 in 82 games. So, not much of a power hitter, not many home runs. Uh, but in 2019, Acuna lost to Pete Alonso 19 to, er, he lost uh, pretty big in the semis. So, uh, these two have played before in 2019, and Kuna, uh, or Pete Alonso got the better of him there. So, Pete is the two seed, Acuna uh, is the seven seed, and I'm rolling with Pete Alonso to take this first round matchup over Ronald Acuna Jr. Next, we got Albert Pujols. Yes, Albert Pujols is back in this thing. This man is old. 42 years of age uh, he only has five home runs this year five home runs and he is joining the home run derby but I mean he's got over 700 total home runs in his Hall of Fame career but that was peak Pujols this is not peak Pujols uh, he is the oldest ever to join the home run derby at 42 years of age my goodness man five homers too I think the fatigue is going to hit very, very hard with him. I mean, you see it does hit with the young muscle or muscle, uh, muscled players uh, and the tall guys, but I think the fatigue is going to hit extra for uh, Albert Pujols, this old man, this old-timer. Uh, he's the seventh player ever to make five home run derbies, so a lot of home run derbies. I don't think he's getting a six, but uh, this will be his last one. Man, if he can pull this off, it may be one of the greatest upsets or ever in anything. Even if it's just a home run derby, this will be the greatest upset ever uh, with only five home runs on the year. Uh, he is coming in as the last seed, the eighth seed, and he is going against Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber does have the most home runs out of everyone at 28, uh, and he finished runner-up in 2018. So at the beginning of the year, he was he was super excited to get into this, but I mean his team has lost a lot due to injuries. Uh, Bryce Harper, uh, to name one, he he just hasn't been as enthusiastic this year uh, from what I've seen and heard. So uh, just because his teammates have been injured, doesn't want to injure himself because he said that this thing fatigues you. It's not fun once you're getting uh, past that first round because you're just super tired and worn out. So I mean this dude is the best player in this home run derby but if he is going in with his mindset how far are Pujols he got five home runs even if he uh just takes half swings I think he he will get past um the, uh, the first round and I'm going Kyle Schwarber over Albert Pujols man but if Kyle Schwarber if he has his attitude he will not go far even as the one seed attitude is everything so, another matchup, uh, the next matchup we're going to is Juan Soto, the four seed coming in, 17 home runs on the year. This is his second year in a row joining the Home Run Derby, and last year, he beat Shohei Otani 31-28 to in the overtime matchup, um, but he did lose big 
to Pete Alonzo. So uh, there's that. Uh, Soto's 520 footer uh, was the largest ever, or was the longest ever in the Statcast era in uh, the Home Run Derby. So he, he, this dude can hit. This dude can smack the ball. He hits dingers uh, that are going to the moon. Um, 17 home runs on the year. It's not awful. Not pretty good actually, but uh, he does have that power as you just saw. Uh, just needs to add uh, Julio or Jose Ramirez, who also has 17 home runs on the year. This man, Ramirez, is 5'9", but since 2018, he is tied for 7th in the MLB in home runs. Yeah, 5'9", and he is tied for 7th in the MLB in home runs since 2018. And 11 of the 17 home runs, though, have been less than 400 feet uh, this season. And he has been dandling, or battling a thumb injury uh, surgery So over the past few months. So he has one homer over the past 30 days. Yeah, that's, that's not what you want to see going into the home run derby. One homer in only 30 days. That's not a great ma uh, matchup for this. Uh, Four-seed Soto versus five-seed Ramirez. I am going to go upset though here and go with Ramirez because this dude has the has the hitting ability. I mean, he's tied for seventh over the last few years, only one in the last 30 days. Uh, maybe he can get some of that mojo back, and I think this is a big stage to do it. And then finally for our last first round matchup, we got Julio, or we got Corey Seager, uh, the three seed versus Julio Rodriguez, the six seed. Uh, for this first round matchup, Corey Seager, 21 home runs on the year. He has homered in five straight games. Woo, baby. Five straight games. And three of the last eight winners won on their home field. Now, Corey Seager did play for the Dodgers for a long time before he went to uh, the greener pastures in uh, the Dallas area. He went to the Rangers. So, I mean, this is technically still kind of home field advantage for him. Fans will be behind him. But one bad thing about this, one bad thing about his hitting ability is he does mainly hit to center field, which means it is a lot harder to get the ball out because it is going to sail on you. You want those short, short homers to right or left field, but uh, it's always farther into center field. But this man, homer in the last five games, three of the last eight winners have been on home field. Look at this man, because this is a sleeper pick. Even though he is a three seed, he is a sleeper pick to win it all and take down the back-to-back -back champion, uh, Pete Alonzo. And then his first-round matchup with Julio Rodriguez, 15 home runs on the year. He is the rookie. He is a rookie, and he is balling. He is the fastest ever. Yes, out of the entire MLB history. He is the fastest ever to 15 home runs and 20 steals. This man is in his rookie season. But can he handle the pressure of the home run derby? All the fans, everyone watching him. Um, I think he can. I mean, he's showing. He's a baller. He can play great baseball. He, he's showing that he is up for the task. He is up for the mission of anything. And he is... Get this, he is half the age of Albert Pujols. Half the age. So we got Young versus Old in this home run derby. It is going to be fun to watch. But in this matchup, I am taking Corey Seager on the first round. So we got 
I'm taking one one seed Kyle Seeger versus the five seed Ramirez, and then Corey Seeger versus Pete Alonso in the semifinals. I am going to go. Oh, this one's a tough one. I think Ramirez is a is a is a super underdog to watch in this. And if Kyle Schwarber does not have that great attitude, he can be upset. I think Kyle Schwarber though. I think he gets the win, but don't be surprised if Ramirez makes it all the way to the finals uh, in this one. I'm going Swarber. He's the number one seed for a reason. And we got Corey Seager versus Pete Alonso. Oh, this is going to be a great matchup to watch. But I am going. You can't go against the champs, guys. Come on. Pete Alonso in this one. And in the final, Kyle Schwarber versus Pete Alonso. 1v2. I am going with a back. Two back. Two back for the first time ever. Pete Alonzo gets the win at the home run derby. Uh, a lot of great names in here. Great, great players. Some that we are just making on the come up. And I think it's going to be so much fun to watch. And it, it, Kyle Schwarber versus Pete Alonzo in a final would be pretty good. Or just bring out one of these young guns uh, to take on the defending, defending, defending champion Pete Alonzo. But. I got Pete Alonzo winning it three times in a row for the first player ever to do so. So that is my take on the Home Run Derby. And before we go into our other segments, uh, let's go over on this day in history. Yeah, 1972, Honky Chateau. That's a, that's a crazy album name. Can you guess whose album it was? I'll give you five seconds. Elton John's, yeah, El it was Elton John's first number one album in the United States. And then 1988, Die Hard is released. Great film, Bruce Willis, Al Alan Rickman. I only hadn't seen that movie for the, I saw that movie for maybe the first time just a few months ago. Great movie, watch Die Hard 2 also. This man, Bruce Willis, does not miss. Great movies. Uh, 1988, Die Hard is finally released in U.S. theaters. We got some birthdays to give out. Uh, Ida B. Wells, happy happy birthday. And then Orville Redenbacher, uh, the popcorn guy. Yeah, Orville Popcorn. That's him. That's where you get your popcorn from. Orville. And then we got Ginger Rogers, famous, famous movie star, great lady. Uh, 73 films in her career. That is a lot of movies uh, to be made. Uh, so happy birthday to all those people and some good on this days so before we move into our other segments make sure you follow the podcast on any platform any service at burgers and brats that's burgers ampersand brats and hopefully you're following on twitter instagram and youtube at burgers and brats so let's move into the all-star game dodger stadium tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Good All-Star game. I, I do enjoy the All-Star weekend. I, I really love the Home Run Derby. Uh, super fun to watch. And the All-Star game is is really, really fun. I know most people don't watch uh, MLB unless it's their team or postseason. But the All-Star weekend is a very inter entertaining and interesting weekend. And great, great athletes teaming up to play. Uh, awful uniforms this year, but should be a good game nonetheless. And the AL, oh, they dominate. And 
they are even more dominant this year. This team is stacked. And in the last 24 years, the AL has won 20. The AL rec the record is 23 and 1 in the AL's favor. The NL hasn't even won since 2012. Long time going for a uh, long time coming for a victory for the NL. Um, so the starting lineups for the American League uh, catcher you got Alejandro Kirk from the Blue Jays. First base uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for the Blue Jays. Second base, of course, you got Jose Altuve for the Astros. Third base, Rafael Devers from the Red Sox. Shortstop or shortstop Tim Anderson from the White Sox. And in the outfield, Aaron Judge. Mike Trout, Giancarlo Stanton, and designated hitter slash pitcher, Shohei Otani. So, <laughs> this AL team is just stacked, man. Uh, this team would go 82-0 and in the regular season. Uh, this team is not losing to anyone. And then, uh, for the uh, National League starters, catcher, you got Wilson Contreras from the Cubs. First base, Paul Goldsmith from the Cardinals. Second base, Jazz Chisholm from the Marlins. Third base, Manny Machado for the Padres. They've had a really good year, uh, even without Tatis Jr. Shortstop, you got Trey Turner for the Dodgers. And in the outfield, Ronald Lacuna Jr., Mookie Betts, and Jock Peterson uh, from the Giants. Designated hitter, Bryce Harper, uh, but he will miss the game due to injury. Uh, this NL team, I mean, they're, pretty, they're stacked too, guys. They're stacked too, but this AL team, ooh, baby, no one has beaten this team and the AL. Oh, they keep winning. Oh, they don't lose. They're going, the NL is not getting another win this year. Uh, they're adding another year to their losses. Um, I mean, the AL reserves, you got Jordan Alvarez, Jose Ramirez, and Xander Bogarts. So, uh, it's going to be, <laughs> you got those dudes who should be on a starting team, on a starting lineup in the reserves. Uh, the three best sluggers in the league right now, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, all play for the AL. Uh, Aaron Judge, who's the MVP right now, he is the MVP right now, uh, is on pace for 60 home runs and is driving 120 runs on the year. And losing Bryce Harper does hurt the NL. Uh, 15 home runs on the year, 48 RBIs. Uh, Harper is a big, big loss and much needed for uh, the NL. Mookie Betts, though, right now is the best player. Uh, he is having an incredible season. Dodgers finally back on the come up, playing better baseball. And in this game, no team has scored over 10 runs since 1998 which is pretty remarkable, uh, pretty dominant pitching, and we've seen that in the last few years where uh, the balls weren't juiced and we've seen all these low-scoring games. But since 1998, no team has scored over 10 runs in this game. Well, guys, I just read you guys the AL starting lineup, and that changes this year because the AL is getting over 10 runs on this NL team. I'm sorry. I will bet. I will bet whatever. I will go to Vegas. I will bet that. And also, get our picks from Burgers and Brats Betting. We're going to be making picks on this. Burgers and Brats betting on Twitter or just Burgers and Brats on Twitter. And we send out our bets, uh, our prize picks. Uh, go check that out because we are winning. We are hot right now. Shout out a little promo right there to Burgers and Brats betting. We are making money. Go check it out. Uh, but no team has scored over 10 runs. Uh, that Yeah, that changes this year. AL is winning. Uh, pretty, pretty big handily in this game. The AL on the season. 
165 home runs while the NL has 134 on the year. And it is going to be fun to watch. Uh, for my MVP, well, first, for the score, I'm going the AL wins 11-7. to So they do barely get over that 10, uh, 10 home run hump. And uh, 11 to 7, pretty pretty good score there. And for my MVP, I think it'll be e- come down to either Aaron Judge or Shohei Otani. Uh, depends on if Otani gives up these early runs in the game, but I think I'm going Aaron Judge. I think he has a monster game with maybe two home runs on the day, and maybe a few RBIs, maybe an awesome home run robbing catch as well. So I'm going Aaron Judge as my MVP, and the AL wins 11 to 7. Uh, extending that winning streak so that is MLB all-star weekend it should be a fun weekend to watch I will be tuned in for that um, some other ha- sports headlines to get into real quick uh, the British Open at St. Andrews just a gorgeous course in the 150th year of the British Open uh, <laughs> 150 years pretty remarkable for a course and for a tournament and anything to be going on for that long uh, super wide open and just just beautiful looking at the pictures right now a very gorgeous course and wish I could play that uh, but I would probably shoot a uh, 100 130 over probably uh, if I played it or maybe not if it's so wide open like that but who knows uh, for the scoreboard we got rookie yeah rookie Cameron Young shooting a eight under with a two-shot lead over Roy McIlroy after the first round uh, first round there wasn't much wind early on so these early players got a much higher much more uh, advantage uh, compared to the afternoon players like Tiger Woods who finished six over and the second worst score in his open career with a 78 uh, he will be missing the cut sadly um, second time in a row he's missed the cut he missed in 2015 on his last uh, last time he played uh, so Tiger Woods is finished uh, thought he'd shoot a little better but I get that wind was super strong in the afternoon and just clearly affected him a lot um, 54 players did break par and 26 uh, with rounds in the 60s in the first round uh, current leaderboard, as of right now, Cameron Smith, 11 under, Cameron Young, 10 under, Dustin Johnson, 9 under, finish around, and G- uh, Scheffler uh, at 8 under, and then you got Roy McIlroy at 7 under through 6. So that's where we are when making this uh, podcast. Uh, its projected cut is going to be even. Projected cut is going to be even, and Will Zalatoris just made even. Uh, through seven, so uh, hard course. I mean, when the cuts even, or when the cuts even, so uh, a lot of players are shooting very, very good. I mean, the course is wide open, looks pretty good, uh, condition wise with the weather. Uh, so expect some high scores and maybe some higher team scores coming in or into the weekend and with the winner. Uh, my top three, though. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go Rory. Xander and Victor Hovland. Uh, I do think uh, some of these players will continue to drop. Uh, Xander's won, what, two in a row, and I think he gets a top three finish here. He's just been playing lights out. Victor Hovland's due for a Victor Hovland's due for a pretty good, uh, pretty good round or pretty good tournament. I, it's been a while since he's played pretty good. Um, 
but Cam Smith, I mean, this guy knows how to make a make a run and stay at the top as well. So Cameron Smith could stay in the top and just win this thing and not lose the lead again. Those are my top three, and I think a long shot to win would be Webb Simpson or Louis Oosthuizen. I think they have a chance to come up and get a top three finish, maybe a uh, top five finish, maybe a top three finish uh, from down there. So the, that's my take on the British Open happening right now and through the weekend. It's gonna be some fun, some fun, fun golf to watch. Uh, moving on to the in or yeah, moving on to the NBA. DeAndre Ayton. Uh, was just about taken from the Suns to the Indiana Pacers, where the Pacers were going to give him a four-year, $133 million max. Uh, so that is a lot of money. DeAndre Ayton, I mean, he deserves it. The Suns had 48 hours to match. It took them about five hours, and they matched DeAndre Ayton. So now he is a Phoenix Suns still, and he uh, will not be going anywhere for the next year. Uh, DeAndre Ayton saves the sun for four years, $133 million. Uh, and that is big because the Suns are looking to trade for Kevin Durant, and they were going to use DeAndre Ayton as a chess piece. So keeping DeAndre Ayton still means they are still in the running for the Kevin Durant. And I do not think the Suns are going to be trading DeAndre Ayton for Kevin Durant. I think that is a dumb idea because Kevin Durant has not led a team to anything ever. Uh, and I don't think that will change if he goes to Phoenix. Uh, we saw he can't really work out or he can't really compete with anyone. He not great teammates. And he has not carried anything past a first round, really. Uh, couldn't even get him, got him swept this year to the Celtics. Uh, also, uh, the Jazz have taken on Donovan Mitchell trade talks. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell is open. It's open season on him, and the Knicks are uh, big contenders for this. Danny Ainge, Danny Trade, uh, he loves trading his players. Uh, this dude will make a trade for anyone, anytime, for anything. Uh, we saw how much. So the Nick or the Jazz saw how much they got for Rudy Gobert, five picks, uh, five first rounders, and a few other uh, pretty decent players. And the Jazz said, "Yeah." Imagine how much we're going to get for Donovan Mitchell. So, the almost trade that happened last night. This is uh, kind of kind of out there, not not super confirmed, but pretty much uh, kind of on the books. Uh, the Knicks almost they backed the Knicks did pull out a few seconds or a few. The Knicks pulled out of this, but the Jazz wanted and the Knicks offered six firsts: Obi Toppin, Miles McBride, Quentin Grimes. And Emmanuel quickly for Donovan Mitchell. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if you take that. That is a lot of picks. I think if you're in the Jazz, you're like, yeah, you might as well take this. You're getting five picks, and then you're getting uh, four players. And I mean, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel quickly, not not pretty awful players. Notice that they did not want R.J. Barrett in this deal. Uh, Knicks, I. I think it's good uh, that you backed away because that's six first-rounders. Um, you're not going to win right now with Donovan Mitchell. He's not going to carry you to the finals. You need more players, and you just got rid of six firsts and four other players uh, who are pretty young. So I, I, I think the Knicks made the smart decision in backing out and not paying that much for Donovan Mitchell. Um, 
and some other news, uh, Agent Casey Close, uh, who was the former agent for former yeah former agent for Freddie Freeman until he got fired over the last few weeks, when he made his return when Freddie Freeman made his return to Atlanta with the Dodgers, sues Doug Gottlieb for libel over the contract offer to the LA Dodgers uh, for the LA Dodgers Freddie Freeman. Uh, for Doug Gottlieb put out there that Freddie Freeman's agent uh, Casey Close did not tell Freddie Freeman about the final offer that the Braves offered Freddie Freeman before he signed with the Dodgers. Now, Doug Gottlieb makes up a lot of stories. He's a uh, Fox Sports, uh, all those dudes. Oh, they are, they're not, uh, <laughs> they're pretty out there and just, it's just remarkable how they have jobs. Anyone who walks or works for Fox Sports because they, they just say whatever they want. Uh, with no repercussions for them. I'm glad someone is finally holding Doug Gottlieb accountable for something. Um, so, Freddie Freeman rejected a August 1st offer of 5 years, $125 million, And then the August 4th offer of 5 years, $135 million. So, this sounds like Freddie Freeman just didn't want to come back. And Doug Gottlieb is just making up stories about how his agent uh, wanted more money and to go to... Or wanted more money from the Dodgers, but in reality, he's already going to make a lot of money, and it's not like he's moving to L.A. with Freddie Freeman. He's already probably got a house in L.A. This is Golly just making up stories for attention, and I'm glad Close is finally suing him, and he's holding him accountable for something. Uh, and then some other funny news, uh, just kind of shocking news. Uh, the number six basketball commit, Gigi Jackson, decommits from the University of North Carolina for possibly South Carolina, uh, maybe going straight to the NBA, but possibly South Carolina right now. Now get this. This is the first decommit since 2003 for the Tar Heels. No person has decommitted from the Tar Heels since 2003, and they decommitted to go straight to the NBA. So it's been even longer. It's been over 25 years since a commit has decommitted from the Tar Heels, and this just happened this week so uh, <laughs> that's some pretty pretty funny news out there uh, so that is all the other sports headlines going around the sports world right now uh, moving into final segment who would I share my burger and brought with uh, I know this story has been making rounds uh, today as as of today uh, Jim Thorpe who was uh, stripped of his gold medals in 1912 uh the 1912 Olympic Committee stripped him of his medals. He has finally been uh, given those medals. He got those medals back, but he won the sole titles for the decathlon, and uh, they stripped him of his medals, and they declared two other guys as uh, co-winners instead of just Jim Thorpe. And those other two players actually did not accept being in first place um, so, uh, Jim Thorpe was, uh, rejected as the tied, uh, winner for the decathlon in those Olympics, uh, but just recently he was finally, uh, moved to the sole winner of the decathlon in those Olympic Games. He was stripped of his gold medals in 1912, uh, because he had been paid to play minor league baseball, um, and, yeah, forget this, a whopping $2.00 per game two dollars per game 
and $35 per week. That is a lot of money, guys. Um, but this uh, being played by the or being paid by the minor leaguers, uh, this violated amateurism rules in uh, for the uh, Olympic Committee. Uh, Jim Thorpe was voted the greatest athlete of the first half of the 20th century, and he is my GOAT athlete of all time. This man is just incredible. On the 110th anniversary of his uh, of his win, he is finally declared as the sole winner of the Olympic Games. Um, Jim Thorpe, why he's one of the greatest athletes of all time, he played professional baseball with the New York Giants, Cincinnati Rebs, and Boston Braves. He returned to football with the Canton Bulldogs and was a member of the NFL's first all-decade team in 1931. He retired from professional football in 1928 and at the age of 41. Yeah, 41 playing football. And he is a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This man could do it all. And um, so the it was, this was uh, because of a petition uh, on the Bright Path Strong website asking the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, to reinstate Jim Thorpe as a sole champion in both events. It did draw over 75,000 signatures, and he was finally reinstated as the sole winner. After 110 years um, of the decathlon and all the other events that he won Olympic gold medals in. So that is who I am sharing my burger and brought with uh, Jim Thorpe, one of the, if not the greatest, athlete of all time so thank you all for listening great podcast uh gonna be a fun weekend in the mlb and the open championship at st andrews so hopefully you guys are watching all those and make sure you watch or listen to this podcast burgers and bras on any streaming platform any 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 service at burgers ampersand bras and save the latest news on twitter instagram and youtube at burgers and bras Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe.